0: Service Newsroom, donations from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org/slash give tech. To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at Marketplace.org slash GiveTech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at Marketplace.org slash GiveTech. Could net neutrality do away with the digital divide? The data is in. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. Talk today at the Federal Communications Commission is whether to restore net neutrality. When the Obama administration put rules in place in 2015, the idea was to ensure that internet service providers or ISPs like Verizon and Comcast gave consumers fair access to the web and didn't favor sites and services they happened to control. But that mandate was repealed two years later under FCC Chair Ajit Pai, chosen by then-President Donald Trump. We could end up disincentivizing companies from wanting to build out Internet access to a lot of parts of the country, low-income, urban and rural areas, for example. After the federal repeal, some states adopted their own net neutrality regulations. Others didn't, which provided a pretty great data set for researchers wanting to know what would getting rid of net neutrality mean for Internet access in rural areas? Adam Renhoff, economics professor at Middle Tennessee University, had that exact question. One measure he looked at was Internet speed. He found even though download speeds are getting faster everywhere, The rural consumers are falling behind in states without net neutrality protections. With average broadband speeds decreasing an average of 11 percent for rural customers in those states. So those backing the return of federal net neutrality may have a point. But, Renhoff says, another of their arguments doesn't hold up so well. President Biden's FCC chair, Jessica Rosenworcel, expects net neutrality will boost competition, leading to lower prices. What we see is kind of counter to her claim. We found that there were more improvements in competition, or competition was becoming more fierce, so to speak, in states that did not have net neutrality regulations. So what happens if the FCC votes to bring back net neutrality? We'll discuss after this break. And we're back. With net neutrality, broadband-only companies were allowed to build out their networks on utility poles that until then were reserved for telecommunication services, like phone networks. Christopher Mitchell is Community Broadband Program Director at the Institute of Local Self-Reliance. He says if the FCC votes to bring back net neutrality... It will make it easier for small companies that are trying to build networks to get on poles to put their wires so that they can uh, connect people's homes. But Christian Stout, director of innovation policy at the International Center for Law and Economics, says we don't need net neutrality as much as we once did, because most of us are already online now. So how do we ensure access for every last American? You don't do that by upending um, or frustrating the investment incentives that have made this work really well for 90 to 95% of the country. What you do is try to figure out targeted solutions. And targeted investments are already out there. The 2021 Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act set aside $65 billion for high-speed broadband expansion. The Biden administration distributed almost two-thirds of that money in June. And so many believe if the FCC brings net neutrality back, the move might not pack the same punch as it did eight years ago. Daniel Shin produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM.